0: Yo, yo, welcome to Crypto 101. This is Matthew Aaron. And today's episode is what different kind of haters are in the crypto space. Man, the crypto space has haters among haters or among haters. Haters everywhere. There's people not in the space that are haters. There are people in the space that are haters. There's altcoin haters. There's Bitcoin. It's just stacks of haters. Well, I want to just go through the different kind of haters and who they are. And we're going to start with the patronizer. It's somebody that's like just patronizes when they say something. And you, we all got that friend. We got that friend, you know, that may be in Bitcoin and trading crypto. And they've been telling you for a long time, like, hey, man, get into crypto. Hey, man, get into crypto. Buy some Bitcoin. Buy some F, like a drug dealer or something, you know. And then you finally get into crypto. And they give you that. Oh, hey, congratulations. You finally got your Bittrex account. And you're just like, Wait. Was that a congratulations or was he dissing me? Was he hating? That's the patronizer. The veiled insulter is the next one. Now, this is somebody that just throws shade on everything from Bitcoin market cap to the future uses of Bitcoin to cryptocurrency to that person in my last episode. That's like, so why does it have value? It doesn't do anything. That's the veiled insulter. Now, this person just throws shade. And you know who that person is? Somebody that isn't in crypto. Somebody that doesn't know what crypto is. Somebody that hasn't done the research, hasn't talked to anybody, but stuck in their ideas that it has to be. These are the people that still think the U.S. dollar is backed by gold. Those are the veiled insulters. Then we have the pessimist and the deflator. Now, I put them next to each other, even though they're kind of not the same but they're the same people in the cryptocurrency world, the pessimist and the deflator. Now, the pessimist is always hating. They hate everything. They hate cryptocurrency in general. They don't care what, what's going on. They're just going to hate. Why? Because they're pessimist. They think everything's going to be the worst. China thing's going on. You know, China's blocking Bitcoin. China's closing on the miners. They're shutting down everything. Everything is going to go tits up tomorrow because they're pessimists. Now, the deflators, they're kind of the same, but they're not. The deflators is everybody's saying Lambo's on the moon. The market's going great. Bitcoin's all-time high. Litecoin's all-time high. And they're the ones that are going to start flooding. They're the one that, if you're excited and you're happy, they're going to bring you down. They're going to bring you down. Now, who is this in the crypto world? This is Reddit. Reddit is just sitting there in their groups in their subreddits, waiting to hate, just waiting for that one topic to pop up. They're like, yes, I'm going to leave a comment and I'm going to hate. And then everybody just starts hating and they just follow follow the hate. And they don't care if it's in a bear market, downtrending market. They don't care if it's uptrending. They don't care if it's a bulling market. They don't care if there's all time highs. They're going to just hate. They're going to deflate it. They're going to be pessimistic. China's closing the markets up. No more Bitcoin ever. JP Morgan said something, so we're going to hate, and now we're going to sell off our Bitcoin because, bah. Next, we have the crab. Now, the crab kind of stays in their shell, right? And they just kind of chill in their shell. And they're just looking outside, just waiting for something to happen. They're just looking. And then when something happens, something dares to start walking around outside, they just can't stand it. They don't want to see you doing well. They don't want to see anybody else doing well. They don't want to see anything else being done well because they want to be number 1. And if there are somebody doing something well, if something else is going good, they're going to they're going to try their best to manipulate that. They're going to put the silent treatment on you. They're going to maybe exclude you and try to push you away. Whatever it takes to put you back in your place. They're the crab. And then, when they're back in your place, they go back into the home. They go back into the little shell. Now, who is this? I think this is Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a lot like that. Bitcoin, they love to be number one. And they hate when other coins, altcoins or whatever, start taking their limelight. They just hate it. They also hate change. Bitcoin hates change. I think the best time when you saw the hate from Bitcoiners or Bitcoin enthusiasts, because there's two different kinds of people. There's people who like cryptocurrency, believe in the crypto market, believe in like blockchain. And then you have the Bitcoiners and you have Bitcoin. And that's just a little bit different. Some Bitcoiners have crypto, uh, different cryptocurrencies or altcoins or whatever. And but then there's like staunch Bitcoin people like ah, Bitcoin. And you saw this the best during the flippening. A couple of months back, F was they're going to overtake Bitcoin in terms of market cap, 24 hour volume transactions. They're almost overturned to be the number one in the cryptocurrency world. And you never saw more hate coming from Bitcoiners than at that point. I saw articles coming out with headlines like this. And I quote, what did Ethereum pumpers forget to tell you about the flippening? And in this article, they they said things like they were using arbitrary metrics to measure the flippening. And in this article, the measurements were market cap, 24-hour volume transactions and i'm just like i'm like man that's some hate how can you have statistics and call them arbitrary metrics i just thought that's like alternative facts isn't it i think that is i think that's alternative facts for the crypto world the next hater in the crypto world is the performer now the performer is your friend until there's an audience not only do they say things differently in front of the audience but crypto becomes the butt of the joke And who is this? This is the media. The media is the performer hater. You don't see this any better than when Bitcoin is at an all-time high. And they say Bitcoin hits 5,000. And the next sentence, they say, and Silk Road, where you can buy drugs and illegal things with Bitcoin. It's like it's like almost scripted. It's like every time Bitcoin all-time high, did you know they used to have a thing called Silk Road where you can buy any drug and prostitution and hookers and get them delivered to your house with Bitcoin. And then it's like the all-time high of Bitcoin is 3,000 or 5,000. Did you know that it might be a Ponzi scheme? It's like in the same sentence they are your friend and then they throw the hate. Sometimes they trick you. Sometimes they got the clickbait headline Bitcoin, all-time high. It's the future. You click on it, Ponzi scheme. Good job, media. You are the performer hater. The next kind of haters are the guilt trippers. Now, these are the people that want to blame you for their own irresponsibilities or their own poor trades. These guys are manipulators. They try to put their FUD or their problems onto somebody else and then, if you don't listen and you don't apologize, they just throw temper tantrums. If you don't respect, accept their responsibility, it, you heard that right. If you don't accept their responsibility, they throw a temper tantrum. Now, who are these people? These people are the followers of Wolf of Poloniax. I don't know how it is. I follow Wolf of Poloniax, so I'm excluding myself by default. However, I see the Wolf of Poloniax. The Wolf, he's he's on there. He's doing. He's like he's like providing a service, technical analysis. It costs 0.1 Bitcoin to be in the wolf pack or whatever it's called. And you, you join for one month. He gives you TA advice. And he tells you when's a good time to buy, what's a good time to sell, does a technical analysis of the charts, what coins are good or bad at, at certain points, entry points, exit points, and you're paying for his expertise in how he looks at the market. Now, it's up to you to take his advice or leave it. But what you see on Twitter is hilarious. It's hilarious. People lose money listening to his technical analysis. I don't know if they're doing it right. I don't know if they're listening wrong. But if they lose money or they do something that they didn't didn't like, they start hating. And they start blaming him. They start blaming him for them losing money. Even though it's their money, their fingers pressing the button, I don't understand. And it's just hilarious. So these are the guilt trippers. They're not taking the responsibility for their own actions. They're trying to blame somebody else. And they're trying to guilt them into accepting their responsibility. And I just see it all the time on uh, the Wolf's Twitter. Is People are just saying, I've lost money because you told me to do this. Well, he suggested it, and you lost money. My brother did this the other day. My brother told me about Edgeless. And he said, um, Edgeless is going to make an announcement, and maybe they're going to come out with a license for online casino gambling. And everybody was waiting for this license. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to take that risk. My brother said, blah, blah, blah. This is what's going to happen. My brother reads the news quite a bit. He's pretty good with this thing. And I'm going to go buy. So I bought. I think I bought like $1,000 of edges. Well, you know what? The news came out and they didn't get the license. Shit fell out of the sky. I lost a couple. um, Yeah, I think I lost a couple hundred bucks. And I didn't blame my brother. Why would I blame my brother? He was doing the same thing. He's like, hey, man, this is a good buy. You should get in on this before this news comes out. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it. Because if it, they did get li- the license, I, I'm pretty sure that it would have kept going up. Maybe hit two bucks, maybe three bucks. But they didn't get it. And it stopped at, stalled at 141 and dropped down to like, pff, I think 85. But I didn't blame him because I'm not a guilt tripper. The next kind of hater is the deflector. Now, the deflector has a pattern of constantly finding themselves at odds with other people. Constantly fighting with other people. But it's never their fault. You know who this is? This is the customer service of Poloniex and Coinbase. They are. are like kings of not taking responsibility. I have seen for months and months and months now and I don't think I've ever seen a, an apology or reply or compassion or empathy from either company that says you what you see is comments and comments, "Hey, I put in a request because I have a, you know, a complaint number or an order number and my transfer didn't go through and I'm trying to withdraw this or I've lost my that." And they're just trying people, customers are trying to do transactions and it's not going through. I have no clue whose fault it is. Poloniax's, Coinbase's or the or the client. But nothing. He's like, it's been forty eight hours. It's been two weeks. It's been forty five days since I've got my I, I made my order and I've been trying to contact you guys and nobody replies. And I've never once seen a reply that said, Hey, it's cool. We got this. We're looking out for you. Don't worry. You're in good hands. Never. Not once. The customer service, I'm going to disclaim this because Coinbase, I think, is going to get better. They they just put in a phone call dial-up customer service hotline or something. And they did send an email the other day when they were having Bitcoin withdrawals and deposits problems. It was just taking too long. I think it actually it took me about 48 hours I tweeted to them. They didn't tweet back to me. I'm sorry. I sent them a private message. They didn't send me a message back, but they did send a block message to all Coinbase customers. I think it was like actually 72 or 96 hours later. I had my Bitcoin already after 48 hours, but at least they did something. But they still didn't say it was their fault. They said it was like, I don't know, the blockchain or something. Anyway, next is the instigator. The instigator gets their thrills from keeping up with the drama, from following the Reddits, Following all the fud, following all the comments, following all the China gossip, following any gossip, and just keep instigating it by just knowing about all of the the gossip and the fud, and they sound like they sound genuinely concerned and they have thoughtful questions about like what's going on and they have intelligent answers, but they're the instigate haters, and who's the instigator haters? That's all of us, honestly. I think a lot of us are liking the crypto world because it is a little Wild West. It's a little bit of a fud and gossip. It is all about following Twitter and keeping up on the news. And most of the news, and let's be honest, most of the news, 90% of all the news spreading the gossip, talking about that possibly maybe in the future someday that something could possibly at some time happen. And we just keep talking about that thing that's this coin is going to do or maybe will do or the person that went to this place to talk to this person to ban this thing that what are we talking about i'm totally guilty about it i mean i think that's kind of half my job being a podcaster about cryptocurrency is to keep up on the news and kind of hate i think i'm the instigator hater i'll take this one then we have the one upper now the one upper sees you winning, and it pisses them off. So they definitely need to get above you. Now, who's that? That's Jamie Dimon from J.P. Morgan. And it's not about what he said about Bitcoin. And it's not about what he thinks that Bitcoin is going to be in the future, which is nothing. And it's all a fraud. And it's worthless. What makes him the one-upper is what he said to his daughter. He said, and I quote, my daughter bought Bitcoin. It went up and now she thinks she's a genius. What kind of father isn't proud of an investment that makes returns for their kid? What kind of asshole? This isn't even a hater anymore. This is, this is beyond, because of the person. If this was just like a normal person and they had to one up the person, he's just a hater. That's cool. But this is his daughter. The daughter, I think she's a teenager, put in money to Bitcoin. Bitcoin went up. She made profit. That is what you're supposed to do in investing. And if you do it correctly, you make that profit and you get out and you have more money. And she did that. Does she think she's a genius? Well, maybe she does. You want to know what? Jamie Dimon's daughter, Crypto 101, thinks you're a genius. And don't listen to your dad's hate and fud. Put money in Bitcoin. It's going to the moon. Actually, it's past the moon already. It's already past Mars. It's on its way to Proxima Centauri. Make sure you're on the rocket ship. Good job to da- Jamie Diamond's daughter. Bad job on the asshole hater. And the last hater in the game is the saboteur. Now, the saboteur is the most dangerous type of hater. This is the one who actively seeks to sabotage. They will lie, manipulate, disclose harmful information, do whatever it takes to undermine the relationships, the network, the stability of whatever it is they're hating on. They don't care. They're just there to tear something down. and I think we all know who this is. This is the Chinese government. This is JP Morgan. This is the big banks. You name it. Anybody that is part of the man that's trying to tear down crypto with no basis for it, but just hating, t- saying that it's worthless, saying that it's going to be nothing in the future. Jamie Dimon, you're in this group too. Chinese government, you're in this group too. Warren Buffett, sorry, you're in this group too. They are all the saboteurs of the crypto market. All right, that's my list of haters in the game. There's different types of haters in life. There's different types of haters in every industry. There's different types of haters in this market. And we like being in this market because of some of the haters. If it wasn't for the gossip, the the FUD, the Lambos, all these things that people just throw back and forth in this market, it wouldn't be as fun. But at the same time, some of the haters really got to chill out. A lot of this FUD, a lot of these... Uh, these saboteurs that are in the market that are just throwing and spewing hate for no reason but to be right or to manipulate the market is just destroying it for everyone. And Jamie Dimon, J.P. Morgan, Warren Buffett, the Chinese government, these other big banks, my opinion is they absolutely 100% know what they're doing. These guys are smart. These guys know business, they know finance, they know investing. They know exactly what they're doing. They're either A, going to take this market down to its knees, invest in it, and make a shit ton of money. Or they're going to take this market down to its knees and make sure that the governments, because of their wealth, because of their influence, because of their institutional systems that are ingrained within governments within our society they are going to force the governments of the world including the united states to create laws that makes it illegal to do this shit they know exactly what they're doing now on the other hand because i don't want to be one-sided hate they know exactly what they're doing because the bitcoin Cryptocurrency movement, blockchain is so big, so powerful, so strong, and so unstoppable because of its innate abilities to cross borders, to be anonymous. They know exactly what they're trying to do to protect their portfolios, to protect their systems, to protect their money. But the reality of it, what I really think, is I think that most of these cryptocurrencies are going to work with the government, are going to work with The regulation within the law and all of these coins, all of these cryptocurrencies are eventually going to work within the existing system. And we will see no change, but we will all be using blockchain. Because let's face it, if somebody offered Litecoin or any of these other coins that are trying to be the number one or have a sustainable future for their business and their development, and the government said, hey, work with us, it's secure, just play by our rules nobody's going to say, no, we're going to be decentralized for the people. No, stop, stop it. Good for them. And I don't blame them either. But I think that's what's going to happen is that everybody's going to go work with their governments or a government and we'll still have Bitcoin. It's just going to take a little bit. Everybody's just going to have to come to that realization first. Anyway, that's my rant. Thank you very much. This week's music is special because this is the first time somebody sent me music in. And this music, I already sent the person an email saying, I'm sorry, but the music is from Peter Van Oontflank. Oontflank. funk <laughs> Peter Van Oontflank. Anyway, Peter sent me some music in, gave me about six or seven songs. And one thing I want to point out is Peter said he was involved with the music, so i'll make another call for anybody that wants to send their own music in to be played on crypto 101 Send it in. i'm gonna try to get the links in the description he just sent me a zip file with all the music but you heard two songs today the first song that we heard at the beginning was called demon by candle and the second song that you're hearing now is how was i to know by the trouble thought these two tracks were dope decided to play it with this episode and i will try to get the links in the description if not You'll have the names and the artists in the description so you can find them for yourself. You can find us on Facebook, SoundCloud, Tumblr, YouTube, Crypto 101, Twitter, Crypto underscore underscore 101, Instagram, Crypto underscore 101. Send me an email, crypto.101 at Outlook.com. And like always, we're looking for good people to join Crypto 101. Send me an email. Let's chat. Thank you very much. Matthew Aaron, Crypto 101.